me start this off by reminding everyone to go to hankstrange.com, sign up for the email list. Very important for you guys to do that. Um, Lola is uh, putting up deals on there, lots of different things. The best place to find links is actually through hankstrange.com because, you know, on different social media platforms, we cannot post links and all that kind of stuff because all of that adds to the, uh, oh man, this thing. I got to get this to focus. Sorry about that. Yeah, that all of that adds to um, the videos, you know, being suppressed, pushed down, etc. So please make sure you do that. Big shout out to Bar Knowles for sponsoring the show. Um, check that out. Bar Knowles makes performance steel case ammunition. Let's see. Can I get can I can I get this to focus? And there we go. That's some nine millimeter subsonic that we have here that I could show you guys if you want they've got some 300 blackout also come on with the focusing there you go all right so check out Barnoles. big thanks to them for sponsoring the show i'm going to keep it short we're going to have fun we've got a great guest tonight that we're going to get into with with it here let me load him up on the screen there we go all right let's smash the open we're going to be right back stay right there welcome back to the Hank Strange situation. All right, guys, make Lifestyle sure you hit that subscribe button, the smash the thumbs up, ring the bell so you can be notified when we go live. There goes the bell. It's kind of going around. It's kind of going around the room. There you go. Ring the bell. The bells of freedom <laughs> are ringing, and we are live. We are live. Listen. So 2AEDU, this is your first time on the show. You got to get it started with some jazz hands. Come on. You know that's what the people want to see. Look at that. 2AEDU doing the jazz hands. All right. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on tonight. All right. This is episode 790 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. As I said, our guest is 2AEDU. Welcome to the show. Great to have you here, man. Hey, awesome, dude. I've been looking forward to this. Been watching your channel for a really long time, and it's an honor to be on here. Yes, thank you. I appreciate that. I really I really do. Um, oh, it looks like we've got a super... Someone just did a super chat. Let's throw this up on here, and... Money, 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 money. Money! There you go. <laughs> from Gorillas and Guns. Uh, this is from Zach Carr. Well, that's Gorillas and Guns singing that. This is from Zach Carr. He says, y'all better be hitting that thumbs up. I don't know if that's his accent. I don't know. <laughs> it works. Just hit the thumbs up and we'll be fine. Yeah. Do you ever, like, you know, when you're reading comments and people, <laughs> do you ever think of what that person's accent is? Or, I don't know, maybe I'm just weird. <laughs> I kind of do. I mean, like when Flying Rich talks, he's Mr. Florida, man, but he kind of has that New York accent a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. I, I know. Yeah. Yeah. F uh, yeah. Flying Rich is not only a New Yorker, he's a Long Islander. Yeah. Yeah, so but he's Mr. He's Florida from, man. So. Yeah, he's from Long Island. No, he's a complete Long Island dude. <laughs> yes, he lives <laughs> in Florida. He lives in Florida, absolutely. But he's still got a lot of uh, New York blood in him. Yeah, he hasn't gotten rid of that yet. Uh, he does wear flip flops, which is not—that's a Florida thing. Yeah. 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 yeah he wears <laughs> flip flops all the time. So that's uh, so anyway, listen, man, it's it's great to have you here. We're we're going to have this whole two hours. If folks out there have questions, we're going to answer their questions. We're going to talk about whatever we want to, whatever you guys want to. Here's the thing that Lola always makes me do. So I have to do this before she starts texting me and I get in trouble. She's going to want me to ask you, who are you? Explain to the people 
who you are, how you started doing this. If you guys don't know 2AEDU, you need to get up to his YouTube channel. I'm going to throw that up here on the screen while he's explaining that to us. You need to smash that subscribe button. So, yeah. Really? I'm just a regular guy, just like all the rest of you. I cut mm -hmm. grass for a living, do landscaping, stain decks. And I'm also, obviously, I love guns. And I've mm -hmm. enjoyed guns my whole life. Like, I bought my first gun in 1994. And I kind of wanted to start a YouTube channel a long time ago. And then I finally realized, you know what? Enough's enough. This mm -hmm. country, the way it was founded, the Second Amendment, which was put there to protect our natural rights that were endowed by your creator. Mm -hmm. And if people don't just start speaking out, we can't have the politicians do all the work for us. We all have to become involved just regular people like me, Hank, and all of you. So that's why I started my channel. I talk about guns. I talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and our rights that are protected in the Bill of Rights. So mm -hmm. that's pretty much why I'm on here. Yeah, it's all good stuff. And I think it's good to talk about these things. I don't know how long, how long have you been into guns? Were you like born into this or... Yeah, I mean, I started shooting when I was really young off the front porch. My dad's little single shot twenty two. Mm -hmm. um, bought my first rifle in nineteen ninety four. So. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Like I start like for me, I'm relatively new. So I've been, you know, my YouTube channel. I started like eight years ago, and well, I think I've been into guns for my whole life. But when we moved to Florida, I moved here for that reason. And then when we moved specifically to the part of Florida that we live now, I did it because I wanted to like have a range and do all this stuff. And I was sharing my journey with everyone. And I think when you, especially for me, when you're getting into something that's new, it's actually a good thing to do to share it with people because that helps you learn. You know, um, you, you recognize you don't know everything and people help you. And if you mess up, you know, people will help set you on the right path, all that kind of stuff. I think it's just a good thing to share. The person sharing actually learns in the process of sharing. Do you find that to be true? Oh, I completely agree. I mean, mm -hmm. I've known a lot about guns for a long time mm -hmm. and I was just kind of keeping it all to myself. Mm -hmm. But what I've learned about since I've got to interact with like thousands of really good people on here tens of thousands of comments, you know, probably mm -hmm. every month. Mm -hmm. I, I've learned a lot more about like what the culture is in the United States. And I've also learned how complacent people have been for the last almost 250 years. And that's why I've kind of found a niche in my live streams, just reminding people like where your rights come from to encourage, motivate people to actually mm -hmm. sit there and stand up for these rights that we enjoy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. We can, we can have something but if you don't practice it, do you really have it? Do you even know it? So everyone in America has, first of all, I think my personal belief, every human being, just by being a human being, by being born, you have the right to defend yourself. You know, for that matter, man, every single creature that exists on the face of the planet has the right to defend themselves, right? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, there's lots of people in America that have these rights that make America so great. They don't even know. They don't know about it. They don't practice it. Or some of them think it's a bad thing. You know. You know what? That's another thing I've learned a lot about. I've never traveled the world. I, I live really close to Canada being in Michigan. That doesn't mm -hmm. really count going across, you know, the bridge in Detroit. But so I no. basically not left the country, right? Mm -hmm. And I get these people come in and they watch from Great Britain. They watch from South Africa. Shout out to the people from South Africa. It's really tough there for a lot of people right now. Mm -hmm. And they tell me, they're like, look, dude, 
you just keep preaching it and keep fighting because if you lose the right to exercise, the ability to freely exercise these God-given rights in America, the whole world's doomed because a lot of people from other countries aspire to move here someday. Mm-hmm. Because I believe someone in South Africa has the same rights endowed by their creator as we do. It's just their government wasn't instituted to protect them. Mm-hmm. Their governments were instituted to give privileges and, and to restrict. And these people from other countries just keep reminding me, you guys need to hold on, America, because if you go, there's not going to be any other place to go. You yeah, know? the last bastion of freedom uh, in the world. Um, you know what? There's some comments here to you. Let me get to these before. And I would encourage yeah. everyone watching us, smash the thumbs up. So if you have questions or even comments like this for 2AEDU, I will definitely get it up here. We're going to be here for two hours. But for everyone who's in here with us now, help us out. Hit smash that thumbs up button. We appreciate it. Share it if you can. You know, uh, Rusty yeah. Williams, uh, he says 2AEDU followed you over here and now have a new channel that I have subscribed to. Thank you. I appreciate it. Nice. He's another Michigan guy. Oh, there you go. Michigan in the house. Oh, yeah. Whammy Gunslinger. uh, This is uh, Gene. He says, uh, didn't he start with a Taurus review? So is that true? Is that, you know, I've done a lot of, I've done a lot of Taurus reviews. That's what I'm known for a lot on my channel. They're great Mm -hmm. firearms, great price. What I love about them is, look, our rights shouldn't be for the privilege. You shouldn't have to have large amounts of money. These mm-hmm. Taurus guns, before the flu, before all the price, mm-hmm. you could buy these for 200 bucks, and they work. So I'm a pretty big fan. Yeah, cool. Matt Morrison says, 2A EDU definitely helped me get my butt in gear X among, I don't know what that means, gear X among. What's up, Matt? Yeah, I don't know. Something here, something there got lost in translation. Um, so there you go. Let's see what else. Uh... Uh, I'm trying to go through. Oh, here he goes. Here's his thing. He says he definitely helped me get my butt in gear with getting involved locally. Okay, there you go. That's what he was. That's what he was trying to say. All right. So, um, brass catcher says shagging on Michigan here. Nice. So there you go. Um, so you so you do landscaping. Oh yeah, I was out there fighting the rain today. <laughs> okay. How is that in Michigan doing the landscaping thing? In Florida, it's crazy because stuff is always growing. How is it in Michigan? You know, it's kind of the same way here. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're a peninsula. It's always hot and muggy. rains a lot. Mm-hmm. Last year was terrible. Governor Whitmer, you've probably heard of her, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> we yeah. say she's a real beauty, but in a different kind of way, okay? Mm-hmm. She... She was. It was illegal for me to cut grass and landscape all the way in April, all the way in through half of May, which is like the beginning, the prime time of the season. So mm-hmm. she literally tried to destroy every landscaping business last year and threatened you with fines or arrest if you went out and cut grass. And how can you be hurting someone cutting the grass? Uh, how does that? Most of my customers didn't care. They weren't worried. And if they were, we'd talk through the window. They'd slip the payment under the rug. We were totally yeah, not Yeah, it's easy to socially know. distance or whatever. If the, you know, Like, I don't get it. You're out there yeah. cutting grass. Like, I, I, you know, work in the country for the most part. Mm-hmm. I'd be out cutting 10 acres of grass, hundreds of acres of farmer's fields on all sides. Mm-hmm. And the customer told me one day, my police scanner is blowing up. 12 people have called 911 on you since you've been here cutting. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So she had, did she, did Whitmer have one of those uh, report people type type of things going on in Michigan? 
Dude, she's had everything. If you read the book 1984 mm-hmm. and then you look at Governor Whitmer, you just say, let's make 1984 fiction again. That's oh, the okay. best way to sum her up. Yeah. Insane. Okay. Wow. Uh, shout out to Trenchwork Chronicles. I see him out there, Devin. Um, I saw the Devin, I think Devin, John Crump, who was it? I saw Kevin They were Dixie. all hanging out with Crump. Yeah. I saw Kevin Dixie. I saw Tony Simon. I saw Argo J. And I think I saw a Swamp Dog on there also, if I'm not mistaken. It was a lot of, it was a bunch of people on there. Yeah, so dude, it was cool. Out. I was, I was listening to all you guys on my way back to the shop, and mm-hmm. shout out to Crump and Black Swan Tactical. Oh yeah, of course, Black Swan Tactical. Listen, you got to wait until Crump gives us money before we say Black Swan Tactical. We don't want to say Black Swan Tactical until Crump. Get, I don't even, I don't even know if Crump's out there. So, well, he that, paid me. He paid me. He oh, paid me two dollars, oh. <laughs> so I have to. <laughs> oh, I believe that. I know that's not true, but I believe it still. A carrier pigeon <laughs> showed up with a rubber band around its tail, and it was two dollars, and it said John Crump. Right? Yeah. Don't give him ideas, man. Do not give him ideas. Um, uh, Zach Carr says, "Hey, two AEDU. Is it true that every time ten millimeter round is shot, that Ted Nugent gets his wings?" Okay. <laughs> Pretty much. Ted Nugent's a big 10 mil guy. Yeah. Um, and so Black Guy says the pit in Michigan died. Uh, I'm not sure what that means. So that's a Michigan thing. Uh, DLD After Dark says, what up, my two favorite people? Right now, I'm just doing all the shout outs to everyone out there. I hope everyone out there is hitting those thumbs ups for us. Uh, uh, let's see. I'm trying to see. Swamp Dog Army says, yeah, he's... Um, he was there. What were they talking about? I caught the 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 end of what those guys were talking about. So, what were they? Talking I don't know. About? I was I was in and out. I had to give okay. an estimate. It was raining. Then it wasn't raining. Yeah, I just caught the part where they were mispronouncing Guyana, and I was like, "Yeah, damn you people!" You know, can someone first they were saying Ghana? They would, you know, it's like. Ghana's in they Africa. They were razzing each other when I was tuning yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. They tried to get me to, to to go on that thing, and I was like, dude, I got a show. Have to, you know, have to do a show here in a minute. So, um, <laughs> yeah. but it looked like they were having fun. It looked like they were having fun. Freedom Flash Ammunition said 2AEDU, good man, keep it up. What's up? So there you go. Um, and Swamp Dog says it was a free-for-all, mostly a roast session. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know who was getting roasted. Uh, Trenchwork says everything and nothing at the same time. So there you go. That's what. Pretty much. Yeah. That's what we do. That's what we do. It's called burning brain cells. <laughs> that's and that's why do. I like to get on here and do my streams and talk about what I do. Because look mm-hmm. at all these good people in the chat right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel about this, but I'll watch them. I call him the former vice president. He's on TV. He's trying to scare all of us. In my opinion, he just threatened us with possibly nukes and F-15s. And he says the Second Amendment's not absolute. We can't have cannons. All these things he says that, in my opinion, is supposed to make you depressed, scared, mm-hmm. make you capitulate, right? Mm-hmm. But then I see all these good people, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not alone. And that's what I always want to keep reminding everyone tonight. And we all need to remind each other we're not alone. There's a mm-hmm. lot of really good people out there that believe in this experiment on self-governance and we really need each other right now what do you think yeah i totally agree with you man a hundred percent brother 
that's the that's the reason why I try to do this, um, and we do it here on a regular basis for me and for everyone out there to know exactly what you just said. We're not alone, and we sh we also shouldn't, as you're saying, get um, you know, get get bogged down in 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 all these different things that they're doing. It's a uh, um, it's like a you know, it's like psychological warfare of just hitting us all the time. I'm not saying we shouldn't fight. You know, we have to have that balance of fighting back all the time, but don't let the psychological warfare crack you because then, then, then they win, you know? You're right, they do, because no matter how strong we are, and we need to be stronger than ever right now, they know every single human spirit has like a breaking point, and it just feels like they're wanting to just bombard us with so much garbage that we'll either just act out and be complete fools or we'll just crawl in a hole and, and want to die, right? Yeah, yeah. So we, we've just got to keep our spirits up. I, I agree with that. We've got to keep each other up as well. And that's why I try to like just talk about anything when we're, when we're on the show. If folks are really, if there's something really going on in the world and everyone wants to get into it, then we get into it. But I try to have fun and, and just make it lighthearted and let people laugh and remember that, you know, we're, we're still alive. These guys haven't won yet. They're far from that. The, the, when they win is when they convince us to give up. That's when, you know, we're, we're completely broken. Right. And that's why, if I may here, I always like to cite this. I, I usually read the whole thing, but I always like to cite at least this one line from the Declaration of Independence. And this applies to everyone that's watching. It says, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that amongst these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. happiness yeah. And those are like the three most beautiful things I've ever heard. Like if you just stop and think about it, if you have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, like what more could you ever want, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's there's so many things that it sounds simple, but there's a lot of things that go along with that, right? <laughs> you know, oh, for you, sure. Yeah. These are this is like a pillar that I lean on when I sit there mm -hmm. and I hear this former vice president, mm -hmm. the governor of Michigan, David Chipman, and they're going to do this and they're going to do that. I'm like, mm -hmm. no, look. My creator. And for whoever's watching, your creator can mean whatever you want it to mean. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be the Christian guy. You don't have to be Muslim. Whoever created you, right? Endowed these to you. So this kind of goes over the former vice president and the governor's pay grade. And I find a lot of comfort knowing that I'll always have these, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you, man. I agree with you. Linda 2A Girl says, and I'm just trying to get some of these comments in before we forget. Linda 2A Girl says, I always watch the live stream on Fridays. Yes, there she does. Go. Yes. So uh, I don't know. If, let me see. I'm scrolling down here. Uh, Gregory, Ten uh, oh, Greg, shout out to Greg. Um, he says, by his logic, we can buy F-15s. Yes, I totally agree with that. Um so let me let me do this. Let me do this here real quick. This is something I want to do before we get into our conversation. I want to yeah. share something with someone because um, these guys, you're going to be hearing about these guys uh, quite a lot here on the podcast in the future going forward. So obviously the folks from Barnoons are sponsoring the show. But we've got some people who are actually going to be coming on board and sponsoring the show. And I want to share them with everyone here. So let me uh, let me pull this up on the screen. So I can go to it. Uh, I think everyone's going to... Do you like free stuff? Do you like... Sure. Yeah. I mean, I like free stuff. I know folks yeah. out there like free stuff. So, <laughs> boom. This is what... this These guys... Tactical Freesh. Which it's like... It's tacticalfreesh.com. Which um, stands for uh, tacticalfreeshit.com, as you could see. 
Here's the page. It's basically tacticalfreesh.com. Go online and then you click on these. They've got four giveaways going on right now. So like they're giving away um, a Sig, uh, six hour Romeo one pro, you know, they have a triple quickie giveaway going on. Uh, that's from Hilljack and they have lighted up giveaway going on uh let me see what else they have a women warriors grab bag giveaway going on all you guys have to do is go on there click on stuff let's see and if you want to know about them i know this is new if you want to know about these guys you can find out all about them here on the site for example here we are tactical freesh the most badass encourageable no frills place on the web offering free tactical shit every day We've got hunting gear, tactical body armor, scopes, triggers, stocks, camo, binoculars. If you want it and it's tactical and it's free, then you've arrived. Uh, what's that you say? You don't like tactical freesh? Then be gone with you. Away. Stop contributing to the false impressions and skewing the bounce rate of our website. You dick. <laughs> How dare you wear waste our precious cost per click pro? Yeah, these guys, These. Uh, if you read through this, man, these guys have uh, a serious... A serious <laughs> attitude problem, but anyway, I think they're having I think they're having fun with what they're doing, and you guys will hear me talking more about them and sharing stuff. If you if you want to get some free stuff, go check these guys out. I'm also working on maybe because if you if you notice here, if you look at this, they're actually doing some, and I'll go back here in a second. They're actually doing some giveaways. If we go back to the giveaway section of this, they're doing some giveaways right here this one is with the women warriors and that's a youtube i never th there's a youtube channel with just lady warriors on it and i guess they've hit a million subscribers so um you know so i think we can get some other people up on here man i think i'm gonna probably do some giveaways on tactical freesh if you if you want to do you ever do giveaways on your channel I want to, but YouTube has some pretty crappy rules with it, but I try to navigate around those. Yeah, so I think that, you know, I think that uh, we will be able to do some things with Tactical Freesh. And when I say we, like whoever out there is interested in this, including I think that'd be interesting. Yeah, we can do some stuff. If you got some cool things you want to give away to folks, I can link you up with these guys. I you do. Know? And you, you put this stuff on there, and they'll help you do all that, and then you just tell people to go to Tactical Freesh. Now, hold on, though. I think you might be in trouble, though, Hank. Why? Uh-oh. Oh, You've been oh. known for a long time as maybe having the best hair in the gun, too, but your mohawk. Oh, no. Then there's that you? guy with the mullet, though. <laughs> you Oh, the that mullet? mullet. <laughs> Wait, you want to see the mullet guy? <laughs> The mullet that you just showed on there. Right, hold on a second. You want to go back to this mullet guy? Do you know this mullet guy? <laughs> I don't know, but he might have you beat as the best hair now on Gunsy. Oh, you like that, huh? That's a sexy, that's a sexy individual. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. If I could achieve oh. that, I would. Did you ever have a mullet? <laughs> no, oh, I've yeah, never been guy. able to attain that. Yeah, this guy's got a nice suit. What uh -huh. do you guys think in the chat? Do you like the mohawk, Hank, the mullet, or this guy? I mean... Can yeah, we have a competition in the chat? Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's see. Let's uh, <laughs> let's hear from the folks out there who's sexier. I mean, right now you can't see you can't see my mohawk. My mohawk is, is kind of, you know, it's, it's under there. It's under there. It's not a wig. It's but not you're a known wig. for your hair, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, I show off the mohawk every now and then. So you're saying that guy's sexier than me, man? Oh, I can't, you know. 
I don't know. I'm I'm, he might. He might be. I'm, I'm not sure. Hurt. I'm kind. I'm kind of hurt now. Now I'm gonna have to grow a mullet. <laughs> you know what's funny? I actually, I actually had a mullet back in the days. I know that's gonna sound weird to you. <laughs> really? Yeah, I didn't know. I, I in the '80s. In the '80s, um, I started growing what, like a tail. Like I, I guess it's like the rat called. tail. Yeah, I started growing that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's isn't that where the mullet came from, or am I wrong on that? What is the origins of the mullet? I don't know what came first. I know they were both pretty fashionable back in the day, and apparently are today too. Yeah, someone's gonna have to tell us the origin of the mullet. Oh, we're gonna have to look it up. Armsman says two a edu great guest, love his channel. Um, let's see. Uh, what was this? LV Louis Cipher says my creator was the flying spaghetti monster. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, let's see who else. It's uh, TPC says, "Hey, it's Baby Blue Boy." I don't know. Is that what you wear a lot? Well, I've got a couple colors of these shirts. I've got the gray ones and favorite? the blue ones. Uh huh. They're like the UV cool dry shirts I work right. in. So yeah. 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 Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Um, I'm just trying to see what. Uh, I'm just trying to see what. Con uh, TPC says that guy looks like uh, Mateo. You know, and Linda Linda Two A Girl says, "Where is Mateo? Mateo, who is that?" Oh, he's my main moderator on my channel. Oh, okay, and he looks like that guy. I don't think so. <laughs> Oh, no. okay. Don't let me find out. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's kind of 50-50 in here, the mullet versus the mohawk. Yeah. Oh, are you seeing? I haven't scrolled down that far. There's a lot of there's a lot of scrolls here. Let's see. Okay, let me go all the way down. Um, Linda2A girl says the Beastie Boys coined the term mullet. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Brian Quick says, I remember the rat tail more an 80s thing and mullet more a 90s thing. Yeah. And Zach Carr says Ben Franklin used a mullet to sway the French onto our side. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's uh, th let's see. And TPC says the mullet comes from Canada. I don't know. Well, I'm going to have to look it up. We'll look it up. See Someone, we started? Yeah. So now, now I've got to go search where does the mullet come from? <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> let's see where does do you want me to share this <laughs> Hold on. I, I might be scared <laughs> yeah i don't know what's gonna come up here where does the mullet come from okay that's gonna be the fish though it's gonna be okay here we go okay according to the oxford english dictionary the use of the term mullet to describe this hairstyle was apparently coined and certainly popularized by american hip-hop group beastie boys who used mullet and mullet head as epitaphs in their 1994 song, Mullet Head. Okay, combining it with a description of the haircut. Oh, so there you go. Um, and this is, uh, is this, what's this, what's the name of this guy right here? Uh, Achy Breaky Heart guy? Is that Billy Ray Cyrus? Yeah, Billy Ray Cyrus. He's probably the, uh, the poster child right there. Oh, look at that. Billy Ray Cyrus. Man, that's a long time ago right there. That's a long time. No, ago. that dude that's giving the giveaways is a new poster boy. Yeah. 
Um, I didn't know this. Uh, what's his name? Had the mullet. Um, what's the name of the this uh, Beatles guy? Was it Paul McCartney? Paul McCartney had a mullet. Looks like Native American Indians had uh, mullets. Okay, okay. And um, uh, what's the name of uh, this actor right here? Uh, Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Patrick Swayze had the mullet. Uh, yeah, Ben Ben Franklin right there. Okay. Uh, oh, here's here's a fa- here's a famous mullet dude, Tiger King. <laughs> okay, yeah, we after Tiger King, we gotta stop. <laughs> I don't I don't want to get too lost in uh, you know, I don't want to get too lost in uh in Tiger King. So, Kathleen Music Lover says, "Whoa, two A E D U in here." You know, a lot lot of ladies like two A E D U. I'm noticing that now. Noticing Seems that, that way. Man. Blue girl NC, you know, is also What's shouting you girl? out. Was also shouting you out up there. What's going on here? You're kind of like uh, bait for the ladies. It's a, it's this blue shirt. Oh, okay. I think that's a psychological thing. Uh, people like the color blue. I think that's yeah. you know yeah. Um, Forty two chilled says one of them. Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna get a, we're gonna get way more. Um, Trivia about mullets than you really wanted here. 42 Chill says, example of the most striking example of early mullets in history is the Great Sphinx, which is thought to date back 4,500 years, though some geologists believe that it dates back 10,000 years. Wow. Okay. So, (laughs) and Linda 2A Girl says that's because you're so cute. So there you go. It's probably the accent too. Yeah. Yeah, uh, accent. I didn't know I had one. <laughs> yeah, you got a little bit of a. So you you're from you were born in Michigan, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gregory says Gregory says uh, they would like him more with a mullet. Have you you know? Have you ever considered? You ever had a mullet? For winter time, I'll grow one out. Winter time. Okay, your hair grows it. long. It's, yeah, I'll try it. The hair the hair grows out there. Is that? What kind of what do you got under there? Okay. Not yeah. much, but hold on, let's go full screen here. Alright, there you go. There you go. A little yeah, bit of just a little <laughs> Do it little myself, something. haircut. Oh really? <laughs> Are you oh, using yeah. the flow beat? Do you know about the flow beat? <laughs> oh geez. Do you know do you know what that is? <laughs> You're gonna be dating both of us now talking about that kind of stuff. <laughs> was that <laughs> that wasn't a flow beat haircut, was it? <laughs> No, I've just got the hair clippers with the number two guard, and I just... You just, you just yeah, whatever it takes it off. off, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to suppose doing what you're doing, you don't really want to have, like, long hair and stuff like that, man. <laughs> you know? Uh, well, hey, it might be good. It might be a good look, you know? That might be it a be. signature, signature thing, you know? All of a sudden, I'm sitting here fighting the algorithm... Mm-hmm. Fighting YouTube, and then I grow the mullet, and we wake up, and I'm at like a million subs, and yeah, you know, dude. you want to blow your channel up. You want to let's see, hold on, let's see where your channel is at today, just so I can remember this. Let's see. Okay, you got 43. Let me show. Let me share. Let me screen share with everyone. You got 43,000 subscribers right now. Congratulations, by the way. That's pretty awesome. How long ago did you start this, man? That's pretty. You're doing pretty good. I've been probably doing videos on the channel for close to about two years now. 
two years okay that's pretty good that's pretty good considering like those are some like two years ago was pretty rough times to get into this we were talking about that before we came on yeah it's pretty rough and here's what my viewers don't probably even know and i don't like to just sit here and complain but mm -hmm. probably about a quarter of the videos that i do no one ever even sees because mm -hmm. i spend the time doing the video i add it it gets the yellow dollar sign then mm -hmm. i do my little appeal and then it still says restricted. Now, why do I want to publish something that's going to be restricted? And they're telling me ahead of time they're going to shadow ban the crap out of it. So I just mm -hmm. pitch it and move on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I, I feel the same way. I mean, I'm getting hit hit up pretty uh, bad lately. By the way, Miss K says, hey, Hank, oh, snap, you got 2A EDU on here. I really enjoy his channel. That's a Miss K. Uh, see another, another, lady. another lady on the thing so here's my thing man this is how you're getting to this is how you get into 40 million this is how you get in there okay are you ready yeah okay grow out the mullet grow out the mullet okay and when you go uh you know when you go do you know your your landscaping thing you you got to go in a speedo and a mullet okay mm-hmm Okay, with the guns, I think you do that. It's all it's over. And if you really, really want to do a crazy video that is guaranteed to be to go viral, I think you in a mullet and a speedo washing down. Like, what do you have? Zero turns and stuff. Like, what kind of? Oh yeah, equipment? yeah. Like just yeah. washing down the zero turns and all the landscaping equipment. Mullet flowing, blonde mullet flowing in the wind. You know, a little like. America Speedo, like maybe with a, you know, with a eagle on it, like a bald ego, eagle on the Speedo. Oh, yeah. It's on. And a mustache. <laughs> oh, Obviously. No. Yeah, Obviously. okay. Yeah. Well, okay. If you're going to do mustache, you have to go with, you have to go with the Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh, yeah. The full handlebars. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Some in the chat aren't happy about that. They said Ralph. <laughs> yeah, LV Louis Cipher says mullet and speedo. Mullet, speedo, Hulk Hogan. You're good, man. There's no way. No, who can resist that? People say, do you remember when there used to be a guy named Demo Ranch? Because it'll be so small compared, yeah, you know. Yeah, no one's going to want to look at Demo Ranch anymore. He like, cannot... who's that? Yeah, it's like, I don't know that guy. I want to look at the guy with the with the bald ego speedo on there you know right now somewhere somewhere in virginia john crump is right now making the graphics for a speedo i was just gonna say where's john crump right now he's on his computer he's calling, his sources. he's calling his sources within the CIA i want my percentage it. that's all i know when that ball do you i know that i know the money is going to charity but I still oh, yeah. want, I, I want my money. <laughs> You're going to have to break me off my, I'm not giving up my, uh, I'm not giving up my percentage of the bald eagle speedo money. <laughs> I'll send you $2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, TPC says we don't want to see his bald eagle. How do you know? If you haven't seen it, how do you know you don't want to see it? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, LV, oh, LV Louis Cypher says I need an eye and brain bleach there you go <laughs> yeah 
That'll be cool, man. Listen, when you do that, you know, do you have tattoos? Because I no. don't know. Oh. No, you're going to get a tattoo. you're going to have to get a tattoo now also. I got a what, fake one. What would be the perfect tattoo with that? Uh, huh. That's a good question now. How, where do you go? You know, Probably a big like heart that says mom in it on my arm. That you would go with that? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, I think you guys need to tell us uh right now what you think. You know, uh what do you think about that? Let's see. <laughs> uh Zach Carr says John Carr might not be at his computer, but I am. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere out there there's a meme being created of you right now on oh, no. oh geez. <laughs> do you have what did I get myself into? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I don't th like the mom tattoo with the heart, that's too classic American. You you're gonna need like we're we're gonna we're gonna need to think about this. We're gonna need to workshop what kind of tattoo you need to get. We need to workshop this a little bit. The people out there need to give us um good ideas. Let's see. DLD after dark says Carnicon lower back tattoo. Oh. Um and TPC says the boy is way too white for tattoos. <laughs> uh, Brian Quick says dolphin tattoo on the low. Oh, dol a dolphin, <laughs> a dolphin also <laughs> with a mullet. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, but you're not from Tampa. You're not from Tampa. I don't know. No, I'm from Michigan, so it has yeah. to be like a walleye. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. People from Tampa won't take kindly to you getting a dolphin tattoo. Um, you know, LV Louis Cipher says, "Give him a tramp stamp." Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We, we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to workshop exactly what kind of tattoo you get. It's too easy to just say some guns or something like that. You know, oh, yeah. uh, Clover Tack. Oh, shout out to Clover Tack. He's out there too. He says, "I've always What's wanted that? a Johnny Bravo tattoo, but the older I get, the less I want one." Um. And Ron Wayne says a zero turn mower doing a burnout. <laughs> oh, jeez! <laughs> Don't tell me you Dude, haven't considered that. <laughs> I am now. Yeah. <laughs> and Ronnie Dude. Thompson says, I'm starting to think this is not the channel for me. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, trying to have some fun. Yeah. Razor JB, cowboy riding a unicorn carrying lever guns on back. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's uh, two men riding. Paul Kersky says two men riding a unicorn jumping over a rainbow. This could get you know. You should do this. Is the competition for your site, man? What's would you actually like? All kidding aside, would you ever get a tattoo? I'm probably not. I haven't really found one that interested me yet. So mm -hmm. yeah, you might. Do you think you would do something like patriotic on uh, in a tattoo or? I don't know. I don't know, know because it's like you sit there, if you had the American flag on today, and then looking at this current administration, you might need to mm. flip it upside down. So then would I be like standing on my head or? Mm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I think so. I know for a lot of people, even getting the flag is a no, no. Right. If you're talking about like flag code and stuff like that. 
That's an interesting topic. I mean, geez, mm-hmm. I, I, we don't need to rehash the whole thing, but I remember you guys talking about on the cover of the magazine how they mm-hmm. had the pride flag and oh, you know, yeah. a lot of things. With Chris Chang? Yeah, some yeah. people have like a pretty strict flag ethic. Like if you mm-hmm. were to, to show like, you know, the, the, the distressed, rugged version, some people mm-hmm. say that's a no-no. If you were to mm-hmm. do it in grayscale, that's a no-no, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not sure, but... But I will say this about the flag. This is America, and we do have the First Amendment protection of our natural rights of freedom of speech and mm-hmm. freedom of expression. And as much as it pisses me off, a lot of things people do with the flag, mm-hmm. I believe it is their right. And I don't have the ability to tell somebody mm-hmm. how they're to you know, express themselves as long as they paid for the flag. Now, you don't have the right to come to my house take my property that I paid for and burn it. That's a separate issue. But in my opinion, it's freedom of expression and it doesn't matter if I like it or not. Mm -hmm. In terms of what, in terms of burning it or or like, cause, cause I know for me and, and, you know, I think the Supreme court um, had a ruling on this, right. That people can burn it because freedom of expression, you know, I mean, to me, that's sacrilege. I would rather see a person with the flag tattooed on them than a person burning one. Yeah, yeah and I'm that's totally a, with you, man. Like, yeah. I think it's sacrilege. I think that flag represents, you know, not only, you know, the colonists that started this whole thing off, but all mm-hmm. of the people even today that, that give their life for mm-hmm. this country, people in the armed services, and then people that give their life for this country in other ways. You know, there's mm-hmm. many ways you can serve your country. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it pisses me off to no end. However, and this is where it's tough. However, who am I or who are you to try to impose our will on somebody else? Because there could be a time where they say this other flag is what we have to fly. I mean, they're flying other alternate flags at different United States embassies throughout the whole world. Mm-hmm. And there might be something that we disagree with adamantly or that we do agree with that they disagree with. Like, it's all just reciprocal, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So should they burn the U.S. flag? No. Does it no, piss I don't me think off? you should. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. I don't. But mm-hmm. can they, though, is the real question, right? I mean, can they obviously like, you know, whenever you get into the question of can someone do something, there's always someone who goes, yes, I can I can do whatever I want and they'll be happy to do that. And I think that's all a function of, yes, like you can do whatever you want to do. There's things that you shouldn't necessarily do. And that's how I feel about it. Like, that's not something that you should do. Uh, who is it like Hussein Bolt um, had a thing about that where he was like, you know, um, he always took time out to respect the American flag, even though that's a very, you know, Jamaican dude, right? But he he was famous in the whole world and Olympics-wise, Usain Bolt, you know, uh, like track star, right? Yeah. I think the fastest man, I don't know if he still is, but he, he took the time to stop and recognize and respect America when it came to the flag or, you know, the anthem and all that kind of stuff. And I think this is how we should be. Right. We should be respectful of other people's things. And, you know, at the same time, people have the right to do something. Someone out there inevitably is going to get a tattoo of the flag burning or whatever. Would I do sure. it? No. You know, I, w- um, I wouldn't do it. And it, it appalls me when you have like somebody that was just recently, you know, in the Olympic trials and they're they're representing the United States of America in the Olympics. 
mm-hmm. and, and they won't stand for the national anthem and they turn their head and scoff. I mean, I, I don't personally mm-hmm. like that at all, but it doesn't, it doesn't say that these rights were endowed by your creator, assuming that you like the United States. Like you can hate America and still actually enjoy its mm-hmm. liberties as tough as that pill is to swallow sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's part of the thing. We, we don't have to like those people either. Right. I think it's of course not. Yeah, when it goes back to like folks taking a knee and all that kind of stuff, uh, yeah, I support someone's. You can do that if, if for whatever reason that's where you choose to protest and all that. You could do it, and I could also not like it. <laughs> yes, and don't try to make me capitulate, and, and for me just right. acting normal like a regular American. Don't try to shame me. So if you just want to sit there and take your knee and do whatever, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. If I owned a football team, I would tell my st- team to stand for the national anthem. However. Mm-hmm. Like, don't sit there and try to tell me I'm a freak and I'm a weirdo because I want to stand there with my hand over my heart. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think some of these people have this problem. They want to take liberty to the point where they can express themselves. But then now they want to tell you that you can't mm-hmm. do traditional things. And they're kind of being tyrannical in and of themselves, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. I think that's true. And once you get up there and you decide to express yourself and do a protest, don't be mad of people protesting you. Like if you're if yeah. you're if you're deciding to say this, don't be mad if someone says the opposite. If we're gun guys, I'm not mad who, at someone who says, "Oh, well, I don't like guns." Eh, fine, you know. <laughs> um, I get. I'm gonna get mad if you're trying to take away, like my right and my ability to defend myself. Exactly. You could talk about it. You could say it. You could be what you want to be. Those kinds of things. Like what you're saying about uh, Biden, you know, that statement to me that he made, I think clearly is a threat, you know, and that's him laughing at Americans and and at the same time making up his own version of history. Yes. First of all, it's it's chilling and I think quite astonishing. Like I don't even hear as terrible as it is. You look at like China, President Xi. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't even hear him getting on TV and threatening his own people, thinly veiled threat, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. with nukes and fighter jets. And this is like a communist oppressive country, right? And mm-hmm. they don't even do that publicly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously now, they do a lot of bad things. <laughs> many, many bad things. But I don't mm-hmm. see him getting on TV saying mm-hmm. that, do you? Um, No, I, I, I don't. Um. And, you know, I, I think that what we saw from Biden, the biggest thing like about that when I saw that was contempt, like yeah. the 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 tone of contempt in him saying that it was it was uh, it was a deep, you know, that's like something like that kind of uh, contempt you reserve for your worst enemies. And to think that you've got a president who looks at people who are defending something that's in the Constitution or standing up for something that's in the Constitution with that much contempt. It's scary. And and you and at the same time, yeah, there is no, you know, the folks in China do not have the right, you know, but this is how we quickly wind up like China. You know? Yeah, their government's not willing to protect the right. Yeah. However, in the United States where, look, it literally says that this government was instituted among men, that, that the people were supposed to control the government. Mm-hmm. And then the Bill of Rights, the Second Amendment, it doesn't give us the right to keep and bear arms. It's a prohibition. It says, shall not be infringed, right? Mm-hmm. So when he's sitting there saying things like, okay, fine, you want to exercise 
your God-given, natural, you can call them many things, endowed by your creator rights that mm-hmm. are protected in the Second Amendment. Oh, you don't have nukes? You don't have F-15s? I wonder if people have really thought about what that actually means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, China will, they have done things, they have done things to their people, right? And they have turned on their people and they have turned the weapons and stuff like that that they have on their people. Most of it, and I see people saying that, will never come out and we'll never see it. But when when you see that uh, a president of America has that much contempt for people over something like this, you know, that we're the enemies because we believe in the Second Amendment. Like we're, we're yeah, the enemy of America because we believe in that. It's not far-fetched to believe that at some point in history, there's going to be people that are in that office who actually consider doing those kinds of things. Because that level of contempt coming from him is what I felt like, oh, this guy, it, you know, if, if, if he had to, he'd push the button on doing that to people. I know. And I hope what I set out didn't come off wrong. I'm not sticking up for mm-hmm. China with any mm-hmm. of this. I'm actually just using China mm-hmm. as an example yeah. that if the former vice president is even saying things that make me now correlate him with China, we we already have a big problem in and mm-hmm. of itself. Don't we? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know, man, I, I got just as upset as you did, I think over that. And I would note one more thing he said too, that mm-hmm. people don't talk about much, but I think it's almost just as important. He said, for those of you that talk about the blood of patriots, now that was a letter that Thomas Jefferson wrote, that famous Tree of Liberty letter. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they wrote the Constitution. He was traveling abroad, and he was writing a letter back, okay? And this was around 1788, and he was writing a letter back to his friend saying, I hope when the final Constitution's published that it has this, this, and this. And then he goes on to talk about the fact that, look, it's already been 12 years since we wrote the Declaration, And there's already this much tyranny in the country. And then that's when he had the famous line that said, let them take arms. And then he went on to say, and I'm going to misquote it a little bit. I don't have any notes, but he said, you know, from time to time, the tree of liberty must be refreshed with the blood of patriots and tyrants. Mm -hmm. It's its natural manure. So that's the Mm -hmm. foundation where that whole blood of patriots and tyrants comes from. Mm -hmm. Now, Biden said, for those of you that run around talking about the blood of patriots, and then he says the nukes and F-15s. He missed the second half of the quote. It's not just the blood of patriots. We're not supposed to be just committing like suicide by running into the sword. No, the quote was patriots and tyrants. And he mm-hmm. left the tyrants part out. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. There's so much, there's so much wrong, I think, uh, with Biden. And if, But the thing, you know, I think if we think that we won't ever face that in America – it's like Katrina, right? Up until Katrina, a lot of people in America thought that something like that couldn't happen in America. This is supposed to be first world country, right? Yeah. yeah. Remember that? You know, um, and, I, and I always thought it could happen, but if you've never seen it and, you gr- and you're like born here in America and you grow up, you think there's something magical about America that stops that from happening here. And then that happened... And this cold, hard truth came home to a lot of people that it can happen anywhere. These things can happen anywhere. This is the reason why, you know, the government should be fearful of the people that they serve. This is the reason why the people should always have the right to have cannons, 
F-15s, nukes, whatever, because ultimately the government doesn't have those things. The people have those things, right? And yeah, the, the power is put, supposed to be inherent in the people. Yeah, but the idea that, oh, that's something that happens in other places and it'll never happen here. And even someone like Biden saying that it'll never happen here. No, nothing. Nothing is guaranteed to to anyone. Uh, a perfect example of that is I woke up uh, this morning and in the news, I don't know if everyone knows about this, but woke up this morning in the news, Haiti's, uh, Haiti's prime minister assassinated. Wow. In his home. Um, let me see if I could pull that up, the particular article. So uh, I think I have that somewhere here um, in, in my notes that I could pull it up, right? So <laughs> this is, you know, this is the thing that I think that a lot of people... Uh, need to need to look out for that's uh, things that are happening in the world. Let me see where I'm trying to pull this up. You guys have you guys have uh, seen this though? Hold on, let me see. Um, yeah, okay, I mean, we were we talking go. about. I'm sorry, go on. No, um, here, let me see if I could pull this one up here. Okay, it's gonna take a minute. But basically, so Hades, Hades, I think it's the prime minister. Let me see. Here we go. Yeah, president, president of Haiti. Uh, Jovenel Moise, 53, is assassinated by gunmen claiming to be DEA agents speaking in English and Spanish in a nighttime raid on his house that also left his wife seriously injured. I saw somewhere that his wife got airlifted here to America. Um, so what this is all what they're saying. A group of foreigners, some of whom spoke English and Spanish, broke into Mr. Moise, uh, Moise I think that's how you pronounce it, home in the hills above Port-au-Prince at around 1 a.m. on Wednesday, according to a statement by the country's uh, prime minister. The 53-year-old was shot dead. Uh, the first lady, Martine, 47, was left fighting for her life after what PM Claude Joseph called a hateful, inhumane, barbaric act. Um, and it goes on. But one of the things is this guy basically is like a dictator, Right. He's yeah. ruling by decree, refusing to uh, run elections and things like that. Um, you know, Haiti Haiti is not far from America, and one of the places that um, it's been Haiti's been going through this for a long time. You know, but but here's a guy. He's the he's a dictator of a country, right? He must have some kind of security. Yeah. You know, you would oh, think yeah. it would be difficult to get to this guy, and then you're forcing yourself on the country. So you think you had at least doubled or tripled that security, but for whatever reason, wherever it came from, whoever it was that did it, someone got to this guy. Well, and that's where it talks about right in the in the Declaration of Independence here too. This is just human nature, you know. It says, "But when a long train of abuses and usurpations." Pursuing invariably the same object and Vince as a design to reduce them under absolute despotism. It is their right. It is their duty to throw off such government. Well, they threw him off today. Our founding fathers threw off the mightiest military superpower there had, there had ever been at that time. You mm -hmm. know, the, the British, the British um, Navy, the British Army. It was huge, right? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. So I, I think what we're seeing here is like Haiti seems like way different than the U.S. in a way. But this comes back to where at the end of the day, people are just people and laws of nature are always going to be laws of nature. And people, I think, are always going to have the urge to throw off despots. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and Haiti is a long, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a long, complicated thing. Um, 
to get into, right? Uh, and I'm from the I'm from the Caribbean, but I'm from Guyana. And I think in in the so like let's say we're talking about the whole slavery thing, right? I know that's probably some of what these guys were talking about on their chat earlier that they had or something around that. But let's say we're talking about that whole thing that happened here in America. It happened in the Caribbean, places like Haiti. Haiti is one of the first places like the folks in the people in Haiti rebelled against the slave owners to to get their own their own freedom. That's yeah. one of the if you look into Haitian history, that's something that a lot of Haitians are proud of. But so how come you know, and that's a good thing. This is this is what we all should do. We should all rebel against anyone that would seek to enslave us. Anyone. Anyone who seeks to enslave other people forfeits their right to live, in my opinion. Right? I agree. That's a natural urge to be free. Yes. So it's a great thing that Haitians did that. And yet somehow they're having the struggle like of of uh coming into like a country being so close to America, even a country that's on the same island, the island of Hispaniola, where Haiti is, is the same landmass as the Dominican Republic. And if you look mm -hmm. at the Dominican Republic and Haiti, which are two halves of the same country of the same island, you know, it's like a stark difference, like night and day difference. Why is it that this country can't, um, uh, you know, why can't they find peace? Why can't they move forward? Why can't they develop? Uh, there's a lot of things that go into that. There's a lot of things that go into it. But the biggest part of it is the people of Haiti don't take responsibility or don't get to take responsibility, maybe because of America tamper tampering with what's going on in Haiti, maybe because of other countries tampering with it. But they don't get to take responsibility for their own selves. Right. So they're constantly finding themselves in some state of disarray, you know, and, and this is what makes America, I think, different than a lot of other countries. Just to bring this to like what I'm trying to bring uh, full circle to you. This is what makes yeah. America different. We, the people of America, are supposed to take responsibility for America. Okay, and ultimately, if we have to, if there's tyrants and despots ruling in America over the people, it's the responsibility of the people to rebel against that. Absolutely. The Declaration didn't just say it's your right. It's your duty. And when they added that to it, it's not just like you can do it, but you don't have to. Right. They're basically saying what's required to keep America free is for us to fight back against despots and tyrants. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason why I'm saying it, because ultimately, like if we look at a place like Haiti, people are going to feel like some other country should do something about this. No, no. The people, here's what I'm saying, and, I, and I'm talking to you as someone who grew up with a lot of Haitian people. I've never been to Haiti, okay? I'm from the Caribbean. I understand what it is. I grew up with a lot of Haitian uh, folks. You know, I live in Florida. There's a lot of folks, a lot of Haitian folks around here, um, and it might hurt some people's feelings. I feel the same way about the country that I was born in. Ultimately, the people there have to take responsibility for themselves, for the future of themselves and their children and their grandchildren, they have to be willing to die and fix the country instead of someone coming from the outside and fixing what's going on there. No one else can come in and fix this for you. You know, I agree because there's always like a quid pro quo when, 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 the, the, when Biden says, I will give you this, I'll give you that. But then he wants to take your guns. So the United States might say, well, we'll give Haiti this. 
but then they want something back. And it's usually, yeah. I've noticed most of the time, the people they're trying to help are usually, even in this country too, are usually just their little pawns that they're using to trade, to fight like different proxy trade wars or whatnot with, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's always a game. Someone else from outside. And to, to bring it back from what's going on there, that's just an example. For us here, we have to fix our problems. Someone from the outside can't come in and fix it. You can't magically deal with things. You could take the let's take the individual states in America that are going through crazy stuff. Someone um, someone in the chat earlier was talking about uh, New York City. So Cuomo now, what was it? He's declaring like uh, some kind of state of emergency or something yeah. in New York City, like gun violence. Yeah, right? gun violence state of emergency has been declared. Yeah, yeah. Um, in all of this, you're going to hear them blaming everyone except themselves. Of course. Everyone except themselves. Ultimately, in New York, if you if you have a problem, which I think there is a legit problem, right? But you're talking about one of the most restrictive states when it comes to gun rights. When it comes to the Second Amendment, you're talking about one of the most restrictive states. That is not working for you. The criminals there don't care. Only the law-abiding people follow the laws, these unconstitutional laws that New York City has in effect there, and it is not curbing violence. And the folks out there who are following the laws, I know there are people, I've got family that lives in New York, there are people who have guns and they've done everything legally and all that kind of stuff, and they're jumping through, they have to jump through hoops to buy ammo, Do you have to get a, you have to get a license to buy every single gun, right? You know, getting a permit to carry concealed in New York is next to impossible, right? It hasn't solved anything. Who's going to save New York? The people of New York have to save it, and they have to start with getting rid of people like Cuomo. Absolutely, because Cuomo and all his people, they still have guns. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we talked about China earlier. Well, Mao, that's Mm -hmm. probably the darkest side of China in recent history under the Mao regime. They Mm -hmm. say he killed over 100 million people when he was in power. That's what communism does, by the way. Mao said all political power comes from the barrel of a gun. And I think it's interesting that they want to disarm the good people because good people inherently don't need laws. We're just going to do the right thing because we have a moral compass. Bad people, they're not going to follow laws because they just are bad. They don't have a moral compass. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, they're not taking criminals off the streets and all these talking points. They're actually just making people, in my opinion, where they can't fight the tyranny of some of these governors and mayors. What do you think? Yeah, I think they're just going to, they're they're creating this situation or taking out of this bad thing that happened, setting aside money to use against what? To do what with, right? To give themselves more money, more power, go after more innocent yep. people, to never go after the criminals. Allow the people, I grew up in New York City. I grew up in New York City, been mugged, you know, robbed, all that kind of stuff. I've been robbed by police officers in New York City by cops okay so the thing is the thing is you have to allow the people of new york city to defend themselves yeah why do we not have a problem like that in florida which florida has the the whole entire florida has the population of new york city okay we've got some gun laws here that i'm not happy with but you have but you have a lot of guns in florida why do we not have that problem they have in new york city well it's money See, here's, here's, here's how I think about it, and you would know this more than me, so let me ask you if I'm onto something here. So 
They want more money. They want more taxes. Money, money, money. That's what the root of all evil. It corrupts everything, right? So if I'm out here in the middle of the country, no one's ever tried to rob or mug me or do anything even once, I could say, well, hold on a minute. I need like two sheriff's deputies at the most to patrol this 100 miles, and that's all we have, and that's all I need. However, if you're in New York City, crime's up. There's rape. There's all these violent drug dealers. There's gang wars. You're afraid to step out of your house. Then they come in and they say, I'm from the government. I'm here to help. Just pay us a little more and we'll protect you from this violence. So to me, they disarm you to victimize you, to make you scared. So then they can tax you more, fine mm. you more, take more money from you. Is it something yeah. like that? It's, it's money and power for sure. It's money and power for sure because they don't want to give you the power to defend yourself. They want to have control of that power and they want to say, okay, now we're going to get even more cops. But you, you don't need more cops. New York, New York itself needs less cops, better trained, better vetted in the first place, better trained, right? And better supervised, but they need less cops. Okay, they don't need to spend more money on that. Allow the people of New York to defend themselves. Allow the hardworking, innocent people who can't get out of there to defend themselves against all these criminals that are running rampant in New York, no matter how many cops you get. Okay, and let's be honest, like, what are the cops going to do when you have a New York City where people could just throw stuff at the cops? Right? Yeah, I, I mean, know, I've seen that, like, with impunity. Yeah, what, what's more cops going to do? Allow the people of New York to defend themselves. Give back the people of New York their Second Amendment rights, and the, the criminals are going to have a tough time. Oh, I, I agree with you. I mean, we, our country's been protected not only from criminals. Look, you look at these cities, states that have less restrictions. There mm -hmm. shouldn't be any, by the way. It says shall mm -hmm. not be infringed, but... People don't just randomly break into homes out in the country because they're pretty sure there's going to be something behind that door that could blow their face off, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. They go to the gun-free zones. They go to the schools. They go to the, the malls, all these different places where it's a, quote, gun-free zone. They walk mm -hmm. in there, do what they're going to do, and then the city comes back out and says, look at the crime. There was a shooting. You need more police, higher taxes, more government. It's kind yeah. of insane. Yeah, it's there, there's no way to fix this. I mean, if you, if you look at... Um, I don't know if you ever heard of Six Nine the rapper. You ever heard of that guy? Not familiar. Yeah, he's looks crazy. You know the kids nowadays. I don't know if you even into rap music, but the, you know, in my day, uh, rappers were. This is this is sounding funny coming out of my mouth, but they were more respectable <laughs> in the I way that it. they looked or dressed. So Six Nine is the rapper who is this young um, Latino kid, and he's got like Six Nine tattooed all over his face, a whole bunch of tattoos all over his face, and body he acts like he is badass or whatever so anyway yeah. here's the reason why i'm telling you this that guy got arrested on gun charges right there were things going on he was in a gang the gang took all his rap money and then tried to kill him and then when they tried to kill him he managed to get away and then went and turned on them and all that kind of stuff but there's gun charges and all that that went behind it he beat he ultimately he beat all those charges by testifying against the other guys he's out on the street he's back in new york city so so what are we what is New York saying that it's going to do? You're not going to do anything about the bad guys. This is a guy in New York City with illegal guns showing them off in music videos. He took out hits on people and did all kinds of stuff. And you let him back on the streets. I don't, you know, whatever happened, all of those guys should go away and never be seeing it again. But he's back on the streets and so are lots of other criminals. And meanwhile, the law-abiding people of New York City 
cannot defend themselves against these people. The only people who can have guns in New York easily are cops and criminals. And a couple billionaires that are well-connected, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know. It just seems like to me, and I wanted to ask you this, and maybe we can dovetail into you telling a little bit of your story for a lot of people who just are meeting you today, but... Mm -hmm. You know, you you have a lot different background than I do, and I think it's an interesting one. Um, do you think we have? Do we have like two different Americas right now? I mean, is it like someone in the chat was saying congested cities? You're out in the country and other places. Like, mm -hmm. what's going on with that whole like? Because there's a huge difference in dynamics, isn't there? Depending mm -hmm. where you live. Okay, okay. I like where you're going. That you wanna you wanna turn the tables on me. That's cool. I like it. I like it. By by the way, Smash Time is out there. He says it's not now. It's a party. Um, What's happening, man? <laughs> um, so, you know, um, I I think I hate this. I hate to admit this, but we we probably have several Americas. We probably have several Americas. We shouldn't. We shouldn't. And 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 I'm not saying like I love the diversity of America. If you travel around this country, it's the reason why I like I got my van. You know, I've, yeah. I spent the first part of my life traveling all over the world. Um, and I've, I've gone around America, but I got this van so I could travel around and see the beauty, the beauty of America and all these different, uh, ecospheres or like all these different places in one country. So that I'm, I'm all about, right? Yeah. I like the diversity spread out across of America, but we, we should have one America. Everyone in America should have the, should have access to the constitution. Everyone yeah. should have access to opportunities and the law. We're all different. We're not the same, but we should be the same under the law. Um, yes. So I would agree with you. Unfortunately, we have more than, I think, more than one America. There's more than like two Americas. There's lots of different Americas and in a bad way. You know, Rodney Brady says America was never truly united. Um, and that might be okay. Like you said, this diversity is good. We don't want to always just march to the beat of the same drum because, look, it can be a Republican could become tyrannical. Mm -hmm. A Democrat, I'd say, certainly has gone tyrannical on the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. But here's the crazy part. If you look at this, the founding documents, the Declaration of Independence, mm -hmm. it doesn't say anything in there about, like, you know, certain types of people and this and that. It says all of us are created equal and we're endowed mm -hmm. by our creator. So we should all be equal underneath these core fundamental rights right mm -hmm. i think we should i think we should we should be we should be treated equally in the eyes of the law and i think we should be united when it comes to the foundation of what america is and this is what will will lead to um us moving forward right if we continue to move forward so i don't think america came from a perfect place nothing's perfect nothing starts out perfect but i think to right. me america you know as you said like from someone coming to america from outside of america america is when you compare it to the rest of the world the only place i want to live on the face of this planet and the place i was okay. born in is a beautiful you know um <laughs> I, I guyana is like about uh i think 75 percent amazon jungle has beautiful people great diversity you know but that's not the place that i want to live and i think that we should be united we don't have to agree on everything we don't have to all follow the same religion and all that kind of stuff, but we should be united when it comes to what makes America and the Constitution 
is a massive part of that. And the idea that we're going to take the Constitution and throw it out is scary. And I think that's, you know, why we're headed for a bad place instead. Yeah, and things like the right to keep and bear arms shall not be in friends, prohibiting the government, at least at that time, from having any infringements. So most countries don't have that, right? Isn't it like a privilege at the very most in the rest of the world generally? Uh, the the right to be armed, the right to defend yourself. Yes. Yeah. Is it a right or is it a privilege that you beg and pay for? Um. Yeah, in in a lot of places, it's not it's not a privilege that you have at all. You know, so for example, where I come from in Guyana, you cannot have guns unless you're in the government. Um, you know, unless the government says you can have it, you can't have it. If they feel like you have guns, they have the right to go into your home to look for them. You know, um, it, it's a place that traditionally has made the people of that country afraid of guns. So therefore, the only people that have it is uh, perhaps people in the military, police, and the people who control them, which would be the government. So, um, and that's not the only place on the planet. I mean, we're talking about first world countries that even the cops. So, for example, in England, you have to be a special cop to get a gun. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> you know, um and there's lots so, of places like that. So, no, it's not even a privilege that you can have, you know. And there are lots of guns around the world. And I think even in a place like England, you can ultimately have them under certain circumstances. But it doesn't even rise to being a privilege. So what about an, um, pardon me, I'm actually ignorant to this, but I, mm -hmm. I, I'm interested. Okay, so Guyana, is this like, is this like a, a former colony? Or can you tell me what Guyana is just real briefly? Um, so basically, yes, Guyana is a British colony. So, um, it, to, to go back into the history would be way too long, but basically it is right. a colony of England. The people who, you know, like a, the, the first language is English. My parents were born British citizens. Okay. So up until like a couple of years before I was born, I was born in the early seventies. So up until like the um, the mid to uh, late sixties, uh, the people of Guyana were all British citizens. They were born British citizens, um, you know. So I'm not sure what else you want to know. I, to give people an idea out there about Guyana, it's like yeah. 49 percent of African descent. That would be um, Africans came there as slaves, like a lot of uh, uh, people of. African descent here in America. They came from the same place. Uh, you'll find a lot of people here in America, in the Caribbean, in places like Guyana. If they do a genetic test, they'll find that their bloodline goes back to West Africa. That's an indication okay. that you came from slavery. The slaves that were here and in the Caribbean are West Africans. So I'm like, so that, so on your genetic test, it will say Nigeria, Ghana, that kind of thing, West African nations. That's uh, where slavery came from. So that's 49%. The other 49% is Indian because basically when the British made slavery illegal, they still had to keep slavery going because Guyana was mostly plantations. There's okay. a lot of, um, you know, England was looking for spices and all that kind of stuff, right? Uh, sure. Tea tea and tobacco and trees and things like that here in America. The same thing in the Caribbean. Uh, so Guyana has a lot of gold um lots of lots of resources like that uh, lots of sugarcane that kind of stuff so they still needed uh basically slaves to work on the plantations yeah. um but they couldn't have slaves so they got a lot of people from india and they called it instead of slavery indentured servitude 
Okay. So in other words, you came to Guyana, you came to Jamaica or Trinidad or whatever for seven years, you worked on these plantations, then they freed you and they gave you land, except a lot of those people that wound up over there were tricked. Basically, if you were in jail, they took you and dropped you off, you know, really? or if you, yeah, if you were like, if you ran away from your parents or something and they found you, they took you and dropped you off there. So, and then, so that's 49 and 49, so, and then 2% of, uh, of uh, Chinese descent. And that's what you, that's what you basically have going on in Guyana. So I know a little bit just due to my firearms collecting. So obviously mm -hmm. Britain, I don't know if I want to say colonized, but at least mm -hmm. had power over India for mm -hmm. decades because they had the Ishapur India plant that made Enfield rifles mm -hmm. to the British specification. So basically, and I hope you guys are listening to what he's talking about here because this is, I think this has a lot to do with, anyways, we'll just go a little further and I think it'll click for everyone where I'm heading mm -hmm. with this. So, mm -hmm. so hold on a minute. This is like essentially like they were still doing this in like the, the 1800s, 1900s, like how long was this stuff going on over there? Um, I would have to go back and look and see exactly when uh, England ended slavery. They ended it before it was ended here in America. Okay. So the British opposed slavery in America, right? Obviously. Um, but it's a weird thing that people need to realize. Like, they opposed slavery in America because the, because... At that time in America, slavery was the easiest way of getting these resources out of the ground, right? That's yeah. what it seemed like. It's actually a very expensive <laughs> workforce. Slaves are an expensive workforce. These sure. are, you know, these are human beings, people who are not treated like human beings, but you still have to secure them to keep them working for you. You have to feed them, otherwise they're going to die, right? Yeah. You know, so there's all these, it was really a tough thing to do, but England didn't want America doing it. They opposed it. But to them, they just came up with a different word for it and, and continued to do it in their colonies because they were still taking all the resources out of the colonies. But they couldn't do that to America anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, so, but they still wanted it. Eventually, what happened in Guyana is what happened all around the world. You know, at one point, England basically ruled the world. If you think about oh, yeah. it, you the know. sun never sets on the British Empire, was they're saying. Exactly. But once they got a lot of these resources out of countries, they decided now we've got to be responsible for the people. So they started either just giving uh, a lot of these countries their sovereignty or convincing the people that they needed to go for their sovereignty. So one example of that, like my parents, my, my dad did not want Guyana to 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 claim its sovereignty and become independent from England because he was like, we're going to be in trouble. Once we do that, they, they can like, you know, um, they can just say, Hey, we're not responsible for you guys anymore. And to prove that the way that I wound up living in England is that my, uh, my dad went there to, to go to school and he got a master's degree in England and he didn't want to leave. We all went to England and he didn't want to leave and go back to Guyana and, and my sister was born there, so she's a British citizen. And the government told us at that time in the late 70s, they said, you have to leave. You have to leave. It doesn't matter. You know, you have to leave. You can leave your daughter here, but you have to leave our country. You leave her here. We'll put you, it, we'll put her in an orphanage, but you have to go. And that's how we all, yeah, that, we had to leave England. Oh, you had to leave England. Okay, could you go back to Guyana if you wanted? Yes, we could have gone back. He didn't want to go back because, you know, it's a communist slash socialist place. And we wound up going to live in Nigeria where my dad taught for a while 
and then we eventually came to America. But this is what, you know, like when we see now, you, you'll see right now, especially when you see the royalty, I have like, I have no kind of uh, uh, good feelings for, for royalty, right? But we'll see right, right. now that a prince of England left England, right? He wasn't happy in England. You know, he married, he married a black woman. He yeah. somehow wasn't happy. He left England, went to Canada, which is still part of England, uh, technically, and still yeah. wasn't happy there and came to America and is complaining about America. And the thing oh, yeah, is, complaining about our Bill of Rights. Yeah, and the thing is, this is this is one of the ironies of places in 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 Europe and places like England. You know, I remember I have a family that lives in England. Um, like during oh, uh, when Obama was first running for president, and they were like, "Oh, you know what? It's about time America had a black president." And I don't I don't care what the color of the president is. But the thing I said to yeah. them was like, yeah, you know, that's that's true. America needs a, a black president, just like in uh, in England. You guys have a black prime minister. And they were just like, Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, because way. It's, because it's never happened. <laughs> so there's a yeah. lot of there's a this is one of the things that happens like a lot of our uh, for America, a lot of countries that hate America you know, try to say, oh, America should do this. You should have this. And then they themselves never did it. They've never had it. You know, yeah. it's just a way of like bringing down what they consider like an enemy in the first place. And a lot of people here in America buy into that bullshit. Yeah, they do. And I think what happens is that some people were born here and they just kind of take this stuff for granted. Like, oh, we'll always have this and that. So you mm -hmm. said Guyana, physically mm -hmm. beautiful. Wonderful people that live there, mm -hmm. um, rich in natural resources. Mm -hmm. Okay. So at the end of the day, why are you and Lola not living there right now? For example, raising right. your family. Oh, okay. Okay. Good question. Let me answer something real quick from DLD after dark. He says, damn, that's cold. Did your sister get to come with you? Yeah. My, uh, my, my parents didn't leave my sister behind in England. We all went to live in Nigeria and we came here. So my sister, uh, grew up in Brooklyn and she's a hundred percent Brooklyn. You can't um, tell any, any difference. So now, now you're asking me about myself and Lola. Lola is from, Lola's not from Guyana. Lola's from Ghana and West Africa. Um, okay. Yeah. So I'll let her answer for herself while she's over here. Uh, for me, my family's here because this, you know, this is freedom. America represents freedom. And when my dad, when my mother and my father decided that they didn't want to be in Guyana anymore, they, they left the country that was a beautiful country where they were born, where they grew up. My parents actually had pretty good jobs there, you know, um, but I like my, my dad has a story. He said and he worked for the government. My dad was actually in charge of uh, infrastructure and building things. Um, and yeah. he, he said that his, he, he had one pair of shoes and he wore through those shoes. And when he went to the shoe store to buy a new pair of shoes, it would have cost him what he makes for like three months to buy shoes. Wow. Wow. Okay. This is a guy with a government job. And he realized that he didn't want his kids to grow up in a country. This is, this is the effects of socialism. So you yeah. can have all these beautiful things. Look, Haiti is a beautiful place. It's the same place as the Dominican Republic. The people yeah. of Haiti are beautiful. I, I already said to you guys that I grew up with a lot of Haitian uh, folks out there. You know, yeah. it's a beautiful place with beautiful people. But what does that mean if you're not free? 
it doesn't mean anything. So, you know, there was there was awesome people, probably neighbors, friends, family, everybody that your dad loved, right? Mm-hmm. But he was willing to leave that to try to get a taste of freedom for himself and his family is what I'm kind of hearing, right? Yeah, yeah. My mother, my mother passed, so my mother has never seen her family ever again because my parents never went back. Um, yeah. Actually, for my dad, because so because he was in charge of infrastructure, they they sent him to England in order to get his master's degree, uh, which he has one in metallurgical engineering, and that was was going to be part of building up the country, but he. You know, he went through a lot of stuff to be able to take all of us because they never let you go with your wife and kids because then it's guaranteed you're not coming back. So they went through a lot of stuff for us all to go, but he never had an intention of going back. He just didn't want us to grow up there, you know, to live there and and have to deal with that. So I think that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, not not in a good way, just just interesting. Yeah, John Crump Live is out there. He gave us a couple of bucks. Thanks for that. Money, 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 money. Money. He says, where can I, where can I get that awesome FFOA shirt and that uh, 2A EDU hat? Black Swan Tactical. Oh, no, he says, okay, there you go. Yeah, Black Swan Tactical. There you go. I can oh. shout him out because he gave me $2, remember? Yes, right, right. Absolutely, yeah. Uh... Um, James Miller says, I've been to Haiti and my cousin's husband is Haitian. Hank's right. There are some beautiful people there. Absolutely. You know, um, you know, but Rodney Brady says, Hank is free. Uh, he says, Haiti is free. The problem is every group on the island wants to be chief. Then the people are not free. You know, I, I understand what you're saying, but the people, the people of Haiti suffer the most from all the stuff that's going on. Ultimately. You know, um, are the people really free if they're caught in the middle of America and other countries and their interests uh, playing a part in Haiti? And then the, the, the people who control the government and all that kind of stuff. Are the people really free if they're caught up in the middle of that? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm going to say no. So but, you know, once again, I'm not a Haitian and I understand that. Like, I feel, you know, it's easy to feel pride for the place where you were born and I and I'm proud of being born in Guyana, and I understand my heritage, and it's a beautiful it's a beautiful place with beautiful people, and massive amounts of I have my my one of my father's brothers owns gold mines in Guyana. So what the hell am I doing nice. here? Nice. It's, it's obviously not nice. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make to you. Well, the gold. You know, do you know where he lives? <laughs> he lives in I'm the Bronx. Guess. He lives in the Bronx. He doesn't live. He doesn't live there. You can have all these beautiful things. But if other places like so, for example, Guyana right now is basically controlled by the Chinese government and Colombian drug lords. Like, what is the point? What is the point of you owning this paradise in this country controlled by other people where the the person with the most money has the, the rights and the laws? on their side or whatever it is, right? Like whoever can bribe, you know, it's the golden rule. Whoever has the most gold and even a guy who has gold mines, (laughs) it's not enough for him to be there and be living there. This is like, so for example, Guyana has, a. they just discovered a lot of oil off the coast of Guyana. You know who's going to benefit from that? 
uh, BP or the- Shell, other big massive companies, yeah. because they got they the those companies paid off the people running the government to get access to this oil, and the people are very unlikely to benefit from all this oil money that that exists there. So this then what's the point like, of it? This is starting to remind me. I'm not painting in broad strokes, just kind of mm-hmm. narrowly here. This kind of reminds me of Venezuela. Rich yeah. in oil, at one time had more per capita wealth than basically anywhere on earth, and now they're eating out of garbage trucks. And this is literally what happened with communism. Now, I would note they also had a door-to-door gun confiscation. I've had a couple of Venezuelan viewers that are old enough to remember. It was sometime around 1976, 77. They came through, door-to-door, picked up all their guns, mm-hmm. and then in the following decades, went yeah. through and put in full-fledged communism. But guess what, man? America is beautiful, too. America has beautiful people. <laughs> yes. But what is it going to benefit us if we're not free? If we're here in America and we're not free and other people get to dictate to us what we do, how we live, who we are, where we can go, where we cannot go. You know, if, if other people get to say, well, you're guilty because you because you're because of your skin color, you're guilty. You're guilty if you believe in guns. You're guilty if you like combustion engine cars. You're guilty yeah. if you don't uh marry this person or do this thing or do that thing then how how beautiful is it it's not if you're if you're under those circumstances and the people who have the power they they're not beholding to any of the laws but they use the laws against you to crush you then what then what do you have do you have but everywhere else in the world where we see them experiment and then usually put in communism look socialism communism it's really the same thing in the end Mm -hmm. yeah all these other places in the world that have done this, it always fails. It's always a lower standard of living. But now we see people, we're going to come for your guns. We want everyone on a universal income. No more gasoline engines in your mm-hmm. car. We hate this color of people. Then a few months later, they hate a totally opposite color of people. Mm-hmm. Why are they striving towards this when we know it sucks everywhere in the whole world that does it? Yeah, because this is how, so how you control the masses of people and you get them to do things that they never thought they would do is by taking away their identity, creating confusion, separating everyone, right? And making everyone think that everyone else is the enemy. And then you become the king because they, they look to you for you to make decisions for them. Eventually they give up all identity. They have no, no clue, no idea of what's wrong or right. And they look just to you. They're like your pets. You know, it's a it's a form of mental slavery. And it's happened around the world. And other people think that they're happy or think that they're free or something like that. And they're not. They're not. You know, uh, why is it that everyone, all the all the famous people, including the the royalty of England, want to live in America? What the hell was that about? They want to live here, but then they want to talk trash about it and try to turn it back into where they just left. Yeah. And even a prince of England, the queen of England is one of the wealthiest people on the face of the planet. Their wealth comes from Africa and India and America all over the world. (laughs) Why is he so unhappy? (laughs) Why can he not live in England and why can he not live in Canada? Why does he have to go live in Hollywood? (laughs) And then why is he still complaining about America when he's when he made the choice recently to come live here? Oh, I know it's so contradictory. It almost requires the listener to be dumber than the speaker. I don't know why people even. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, though. Mm-hmm. OK, 
born in Guyana, lived in mm -hmm. England, then went to New York, which has become so crazy. Some people would say that even feels like you're in another country in some instances. Okay, I'm not mm -hmm. putting down New Yorkers, but you know what I'm saying, right? New Yorkers believe that uh, that New York City is the capital of America and and the world. So, but they not, have ten round magazine limits, and you yeah. can't conceal carry. And they have well, more things than that. Yeah, I mean that's pretty bad. I'm not poo-pooing it. That's pretty bad. But they have worse things than that. Oh, hold on one second. Actually, let me get this comment up there. This is yeah. from Smash Time. Money, 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 money. Gave us five bucks. Smash Time <laughs> says, uh, he says one of the best Hank Strange podcasts of all time. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Two AEDUs. Thanks, man. Awesome guest. Well, yes, me, go ahead. Yeah, hit me with it. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this, and I'm sincerely asking you this because I couldn't even dream to answer it. If you can't, sorry for the ridiculous question, but mm -hmm. okay. Born in Guyana, moved to England, New York City, Florida. I might have missed one, but uh, I lived in Nigeria for a couple of years. In Nigeria Africa. probably yeah. has next to no gun rights. Uh, yeah, so, I mean it's yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of guns there, but no, not a lot of gun rights. Okay, so why are you here just as American as apple pie? I can't tell the difference between you and me the way we're talking, even though I was born here in Michigan, never left. Mm -hmm. Now, why are you not trying to turn Florida or the United States into Nigeria or England or... Because I live there. Because I live there. If it was because I lived, as in past tense, I lived there. If it was so, oh. if 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 Guyana was so awesome, I would still be there, right? I mean, if England was so amazingly <laughs> fantastic, I would still be there. Um, I'm an American citizen now, so I guess I can go live anywhere in the world. Um, if Nigeria and and I really did enjoy my time in Nigeria, but if it was so fantastically awesome, I would live there. If where my wife is from in Ghana was so amazing, I would be living there i'm living here because the promise of america is a beautiful one the history of america is not um a perfect but the history of the planet is not perfect and america's history is incredibly young i think a lot of people get overly caught up in the past of america for good reasons and bad reasons and forget the fact that america is a young nation on the face of this planet right several yeah. hundred years old and, yeah. you know, we're talking about there's nations that are older than our calendar. True. Right? So, yeah, before this current calendar existed. Yeah. So the thing to me that is beautiful about America is that, you know, as there, there's for sure bad things and things we need to deal with and make better. And there's bad yeah. people uh, um, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, there's things that I complain about. But I don't think in any of those places that I've previously lived, I would have this opportunity that I have right here. And me, myself, I have proven that, right? I've lived yeah. that. It's not just something like I'm not in the stage of, oh, I'm coming to America. I think my family came here for that opportunity. And I think I'm yeah. living that opportunity. And for sure, my children are benefiting from, from that opportunity. And, you know, what it takes is hard work. Like, I understand why there's lots of people who are here in America and were born here and they're not happy. Uh, I get yeah. it. You know, a lot of yeah. those people look like me. Um, but I'm not happy with the place that I came from because even though everyone looks like me there, I could not do this and I could not accomplish the things that uh, I have here in America so far in those places. Yeah, and that's why I wanted you to share this story a little more tonight because... 
you know, obviously, you know, it's your show. You don't want to keep telling your story every week. But mm-hmm. I, I've heard you tell these stories over the years, like years and years ago. And I wanted everyone listening tonight to, to listen to what you're saying, because I think a lot of Americans just sit there and rest on their laurels and say, well, this is just the way it is. And what do I have to lose? And all of that. Well, here's the thing. There's beautiful things all the way across the world. Awesome things. Great people. When we say, like, we don't want to be like the rest of the world, at least I'll speak for myself here. When I say, I don't want to be Great Britain. I don't want to be this. It's not because there's not very fine people that live there. There are. What I mean is I want to be in a country that was founded based on the fact that we have rights, that we're endowed to us by our creator. And the only reason the government would be put there is to protect our rights. Mm -hmm. That's literally why the government exists. Was it ever perfect? No. Is it just an idea? Maybe to a point it's an idea and it was never as perfect as what they laid it out. I get that. Mm -hmm. But there's other places across the world that are probably a lot, lot worse, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It listen, the to me, to me the idea was a near perfect one. The idea of America, sorry my my light here is probably a little bit too bright. Let me dim that a little bit. The idea of America was a near perfect one, but not a perfect one. Our right. job is to make it better. Okay? Yes. So just to give you an example with my dad, my dad's a pretty terrible guy. <laughs> but he always told me this. He said, "You know what, son?" Uh, my job was to to ultimately raise you and nurture you. I'm not a perfect person, but your job is to be better than me. And I tell my kids, be better than me. So as Americans, as people here in America, our job is to make it better. There's definitely things that are wrong, things that need to be fixed, but we need to we need to work on it and make it better. The idea that we have though is a near perfect one. And what we have to do is like try to understand why, why, why is that true? Why is what I'm saying true? Because you can't do this anywhere else. Where on the face of the planet can you do this? Nowhere. And I, I say this all the time. If we lose this republic, because that's what we are. We're a constitutional republic where everyone's supposed to be equal under the law. It doesn't matter if you're rich. It doesn't matter if you're poor. You have Lady Justice, right? Mm-hmm. She's blindfolded, meaning she can't see. And she's having she carries a set of scales in one hand and a sword in the other. Totally blindfolded. Like, this is literally the place, well, the last place left on Earth, where you can truly pursue life, liberty, and happiness. And we're supposed to all completely be judged equally. We're supposed to have the rights to be secure in our facts, our papers. The right to keep and bear arms shall not infringe. Like... These are not just little like bygones, like, oh, wow, ho-hum, it's an old piece of parchment paper. No, no. This being alive and well today, these pieces of parchment paper are the only thing that keeps America different than the rest of the world. And if we lose this experiment on self-governance, we'll probably never get it back. Maybe like in a thousand years, but we'll never get it back. Um, Yeah, the world won't look the way that it is now. I mean... You know, we won't know if we if we get it back, we won't know. Here's what I mean. That's that probably sounds a little crazy to you. But, you know, have you ever thought about this? Like, how old is this planet? You know, we were just talking about how long we've counted time, right? How I don't even is, know. how. Yeah. How old is this planet? How many civilizations have lived here and completely disappeared and become dust and ashes? And we don't even know about them. And then another right. civilization pops up and 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 uh and and comes like gets technology and leaves the planet and does all that and then disappears and then go like yeah. how many times have we gone through that cycle 
you know? And I think in America, if we squander what we have here and we don't figure out how to make this better and move forward, then that's what it's going to be. It won't, it won't be anything that we recognize and it won't be here and it'll have to get reset to zero. And maybe the people who are here understand and appreciate that. And maybe they don't, maybe it happens somewhere else in the world if it happens at all. And we don't want that. And like we said earlier, when we first started off, I believe the former vice president, all these people in government, look, they're Republicans and Democrats for a lot of it. Trust me. Mm -hmm. Now, they're trying to make us just feel so bombarded and overwhelmed. But I don't think the topic we're talking about should be taken as like something bad. Actually, this is like beautiful stuff we're talking about that to me should put smiles on people's faces and give you a reason to wake up in the morning. What mm -hmm. do you think? I think so, too, man. I don't feel like we said we said this, I think, earlier. I this none of this stuff makes me depressed. No, okay? it doesn't. There's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of bad things that happen for sure, right? Like for you and I as YouTubers, there's like entire uh, corporations and all that that their whole mission is to suppress the things that we say, you know, all that kind of stuff. But it doesn't make me depressed yes. because in another country, someone would just come and scoop us up and we would we would disappear. In China that we were talking about, you and I yeah. would be the you know while we're still alive, we'll be talking in, in the slave mine somewhere. We'd be making yeah. Apple iPhones somewhere. Yeah, you know. Eating and, rice and, rations. Yeah, I mean, it, it would be worse than that, man. It would be worse than that. You know, literally on the Mulan movie, I remember when the Mulan movie came out, and I've never seen the movie, but I remember this whole controversy that came up because in the end of the movie, they're thanking this, um, this group that's literally in a part of China where they're enslaving people. Yeah. You know, and so if you in places like China, China and other places on the on the face of the planet, you know, North Korea, lots of other places like that, Russia, for that matter. You know, if you disagree with the government, someone comes and visits you, you disappear, you're off somewhere for, you know, and you die out there. You die out there a slave, you know, um, yeah. beaten and suppressed, at least here in America, no matter what they they do for now, we can still keep pushing and fighting back is that forever i don't know man i you know well and that's why we can't give up our guns because you look at it there's all these patterns and i think if you don't learn from history you're doomed to repeat it right so you've got all right biden literally saying are you coming for their guns he says bingo if it's an assault weapon then he goes to define assault weapon to mean 99 percent of the guns we all carry mm -hmm. it's like you know if they sit there and enact all these communist laws we could mm -hmm. just find yeah. ourselves getting closer and closer that's why we have a good fight we have to keep up every day yeah uh what is this that car says hank for the love of god check ig what am i supposed to be checking ig for uh, hold on let's see you're on you're on instagram right so let me um let me first hold on let me i'm gonna go to i'm gonna share my search window here with everyone let's see so uh so that car huh i guess that car made something right uh yeah maybe I'm going to see, tell, tell us, okay, this is going to take, it's going to take a little while here. I'm searching, I'm searching for 2AEDU. It's, it's not regular 2AEDU. I don't know if it's like underscore or something over there. Oh, is it an underscore? Okay, hold on. Maybe that's what. It might be. 2A. Uh, oh, here it goes. Here it goes. Right here. So that's uh, 2AEDU right there. Uh, what is this you have on Instagram? There we go. Um. 
That's my friend at the local gun shop. Oh, very nice, very nice. Uh, I'm talking about, uh, what is that gun? Oh, Desert Eagle, was that? That's a Desert Eagle. Yep, very nice. Um, okay, there's you. Boom. All yeah, right. that was actually when I had just gone and fought for two-way sanctuary counties in Michigan. Oh, cool. Okay. What's this? Uh, what's, <laughs> what is this uh, Chinese flag, uh, American flag? What is this? Uh, well, like I said, sometimes, and I think it's good for us to call it out, sometimes you hear mm -hmm. stuff being said by our leaders, and mm -hmm. you're like, did you that wonder. this come from China? Yeah. yeah. Uh, some cool pictures yeah. on there. So I, I, I would recommend everyone go uh, check that out. So now let me see. What am I supposed to be? Uh, I think Zach Carr is from Toxic Patches, Toxic right? Patch Co. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, Toxic Patch Co, he says. Right, okay. So there's supposed to be a message here. Let me see if I can get it to load. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Thanks, Victor Miller. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, Pete, look at that. Oh, boy. <laughs> if there was some way for me to look like that. Oh, dude, my man. <laughs> oh, that looks good, huh? That is a oh, my sexy, wife would be so jealous. I think that she's is a right sexy now. beast right there. That is a wow. Sexy, look at that stash, bro. Dude, that. you know, <laughs> I mean, I want this guy to mow my lawn. Oh, hold on a second. Wait, wait, wait. Don't don't take that wrong. <laughs> my, my price is just doubled no, when I look no like double, that. No double entendres. <laughs> no double entendre, but the price has just went up. <laughs> Oh, that's hundred dollar lawn mowing. Wait, is this a patch already or something? I don't know. Okay, don't exactly. know. he says uh, Zach Carr said I made two A EDU something special. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, yeah. So toxic patch. Is this a patch? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I think it's just. I, it better not be a patch. I'm is not... this officially a patch? Who who wants this? Well, first of all, this is going to be kind of difficult. There's a lot of colors in here. This should at least be a sticker. <laughs> Look at that. Uh, oh, if Giant Crump's awesome. in here, Grump, Crump is not allowed to put that on Black Swan. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, wow. that is... That's yeah, funny. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Hank, what is this? Uh, TPC says there's another one, Hank, in your IG email. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, so listen, you were... Uh, Let's see. I'm just looking at all these good people. What's up, tree guy? Flying yeah. rich. Yeah, Kathy Music Lover says that's so wrong. No, that's not wrong. That's cool. <laughs> I like that. Look, we gotta have a little fun sometimes because you're this... not offended by that, right? <laughs> Dude, I thought it was funny. I mean, here's my new one. T-shirt, man. Oh, let me see. Oh boy. We call Susan the CEO of YouTube. Susan I call Wiki her Wiki. Susan <laughs> that's who we're all answering to on here every day. Yeah, Susan Wit Wiki. <laughs> Wait, wait yeah. Wiki. Why do I know that name with Wiki? It's like Wojasiki Wiki or something. I can't pronounce yeah. it. So no, you know. Oh, you know what? Um, uh, Wit Wiki is the name of a character I think in Transformers. The guy is that what kid, it is? Yeah, the kid in Transformers. His name was something Wit Wiki. Okay. Yeah, but Susan Wiki Wiki. Okay, let's see that. Pat so where could people get that from? Right now, they can't get it anywhere. I'm trying to negotiate with Black Swan Tactical. Oh, oh! so this is what? This is the only one that's out there? No, I have a stack of them. I just don't have my own private merch store. Oh, okay. Yeah. Remember when, remember when you said earlier you've got, like, Haiti, 
And then you've got like the British Petroleum and the U.S. and all these big conglomerates just using them. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like the little island and, and Black Swan Tactical is the one that's like the, you know what yeah. I'm saying, the colonizer. They're the big, oh, he's a big conglomerate? Yes. Yeah. Don't let John Crump conglomerate on you, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let's see. He gave us some more money here. Let's see. Money, 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 money. Money. Um, <laughs> he says, get that patch on Black Swan Tactical. Pre-sale is live. <laughs> it is. Oh, boy. oh, that patch? No, not the mullet patch, is it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the mullet patch. I'm guessing... Uh, I, is he, which, what are you talking about, John? Which one are you talking about? Um... See that? See that little three dot tank? You can hide user from channel. It's called. Oh, hi, John. We, we can stop. Do you want him to start calling my phone? <laughs> oh boy, John has resources. <laughs> he says, "Send it, and we will sell it." <laughs> yeah, I know. Don Crump has resources. All of a sudden, poof! Your dog's just gone in the middle of the night. Uh, yeah. No, John's a cool dude, man. He's a cool dude. Oh man. Uh, you know he's he's uh. <laughs> You know, for a long time, John Crump was, um, you know, was my secret. Then the world found out about him. Now everyone goes to John Crump, you know. Can't even get well, him I to return my him calls. From, well, I, I've been watching him on this exact channel for quite a while now, actually. And then I'd always go over to Ammoland every morning. What's going on mm-hmm. at Ammoland? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So let's see here. Do you have any other questions? Do folks out there have questions? Do you? Well, how should we do this here? Do you guys have some questions for two A E D U? What do you guys want to know? Um, some of my yeah. viewers might be wondering. My business is well there. I put out a post for the new Yugo M ninety. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I just mm-hmm. put out a community post. It was at the local gun shop today. I couldn't pick it up, but tomorrow I'm going to get that. So, all of you looking for that new Serbian M90 556 rifle, mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to be having that on here really soon. Oh, okay. All right, cool. I gave him all a teaser. Oh boy. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Um, let's see what. So, what's your other interest outside of gun? That's a question for me while I'm waiting for people to come up with with. Uh, something here outside of guns what interest do you have you know that the well, folks don't know about well there's guns okay but outside of that more guns now look i own a small business which basically means my business owns me so mm-hmm. really i mean i do enjoy my work though so besides out there doing all my own work there's really not time mm-hmm. for many hobbies to be honest with you okay do you have a lot of employees a couple of employees how is that I have basically almost nothing now. It's basically just me because there's a system set up in this country right now where you mm-hmm. can get almost $700 by mm-hmm. not working mm-hmm. for any reason whatsoever. You can just mm-hmm. say, I'm scared of the flu or whatever. I'm trying not to use certain hot words on here. You know, you're, you're mm-hmm. afraid of this, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And you can make almost $700 between the state of Michigan and the federal government. Well, you could probably guess that it's pretty hard for a landscape labor to make that or much more than that. So mm-hmm. I'm just trying to make the best of it, man. Working for my best customers I like the most, having to turn down nine out of ten jobs because nobody will work. Like Uncle Sugar, you know, is just keeping them mm-hmm. too fat and happy sitting in their mom's basement right now. Oh, man, that's, you know, it, it, uh, it sucks to hear that, man. You know, but it's happening. That's the story all over the country. I mean, I know. 
wow like when i when i go past um you know when when you go past like mcdonald's and mcdonald's can't hire anyone and they're giving away phones and signing bonuses for someone it's like what what the hell is going on i was talking to someone the other day, but can you give me a hand he's like well hold on mcdonald's is up to and i know every state's different i don't know florida versus mm-hmm. here but mm-hmm. this is a lot for michigan they're like man mcdonald's is up to 14 an hour starting mm-hmm. and they'll give me like 250 bucks they're like you're gonna give me 250 bucks to fill out an app and i'm like well not really i mean mm-hmm. i don't know man you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's tough um do you think we're gonna like hit a recession soon and if so when Yes, I do. I believe we're in a state of hyperinflation, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Not giving any financial advice, guys. But, man, I think right now I'm pretty happy just, you know, investing in stuff like this. I think this is actually going to ammo the guns themselves. Mm-hmm. I think they're pretty good investments. I'm worried about the U.S. dollar. You know, I don't just. Oh, that's, I mean, I, that's toasted. That's toast. There's no way you can't keep giving away money like this. This is I mean, America gives away money from time to time but this the, the hmm. and you know what's well, the other thing yeah the other thing that's pretty bad is like i don't think people so you know there's a situation right now where if you're a renter under these covid restrictions or laws or whatever you cannot be evicted um and i think yeah. the supreme court recently upheld that in in uh in something now the thing that no one is thinking about is not everyone out there renting houses or apartments are cajillionaires or even millionaires. There's a lot of middle middle class people who believe that real estate is the best investment and they've bought yeah. a house or something like that that they're renting to people and now they cannot evict those people and they still have to pay their mortgages. At some point, we're going to run into that wall. We are. And if the roof leaks, you've got to get in there and put some shingles on it still. If, I mean, mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. crazy, man. I was just talking to a friend of mine that's in construction, and he's like, man, did you go into Sherwin-Williams? You know, that's mm-hmm. the paint store. Mm-hmm. Half the shelf's empty. I'm like, yeah, well, I was just at Lowe's earlier, and half the black iron pipe. I mean, you're talking wood, tripled in value. Mm-hmm. Half the black iron plumbing pipe, the natural gas pipe's gone. Mm-hmm. The paint's gone. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of crazy around here right now. At some really. point, we're running into that wall. I think uh, my best guess to say is that if it happens soon, it's going to be by the end of the year. We're going to run smack into that. I hate to be doom and gloom, but I I think you're right. I mean, you should at least prepare for it. Yeah, just be prepared. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a wealthy person. People shouldn't listen to me, but I like having a little bit of this. A a viewer Mm -hmm. of mine here in Michigan, we met at a 2A rally, and he gave me this. This is an ounce of sterling silver. Nice. or mm-hmm. 0.999 silver, sorry, pure silver. Mm-hmm. I trust this more than the U.S. dollar, but at the end of the day, I can't eat this. No. I mean, really, you can't eat silver or gold, but I could catch myself something to eat with this. Yeah, you can defend so, yourself with that. You know, uh, you could trade that. So, uh, yeah, think about you know, this. You fend off a tyrant with it. Yeah, and if you already have ammo, I suggest you stock up on some canned goods. <laughs> you know, um do some things so that if all of a sudden like you run into it that you have some kind of uh like emergency space of like okay for this time i could take care of myself because everyone's not going to run into that at the same time i agree and i kind of like what you're doing too you're kind of hedging your bets you've got the hacienda 
Never been there, guys, but I've seen enough videos. Beautiful yeah. place that you've worked hard for and you guys should be proud of. You've also got this van, though. You could kind of do the boot scoot and boogie and you could venture over to the town that might have a little more food and you mm-hmm. kind of hedging your bets a little bit there, too. Yeah, if it gets that bad. I mean, the big thing, the reason why I got the van was I didn't want to keep paying to rent office space, not knowing what was going to happen and or what sure. rules I would have to be under. And then at the same time, I didn't like what was going on in America with airplanes, right? Or the air, the airline companies. Yeah. So I didn't want them to limit me. I think uh, one of my philosophies is that, you know, one of the big ways that they're going to try to stop us, like we've already seen them going after uh, us communicating with each other and social media platforms and stuff like that. We've already seen them going after money things like uh, PayPal, for example, banned me because I'm a gun guy. They banned me for life. But a big thing is us actually being able to get together. If they can cut us off where we where they can go, oh, you can't go here. It's a big thing. And I think this is one of the things that like I was on an airline and they're like, yeah, if you don't wear this mask, not only will we kick you off this flight, you'll never fly on this airline ever again. We'll ban you for life. And I was like, what? What? What's happening? <laughs> you know, there's been stuff happen in the last year that I thought I would never, ever see. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. And if you think about it, these founding fathers that, again, they were just striving for a more perfect union. You know, they just wanted a better place than they had before. They had all their talks when they were formulating these documents and formulating their plan against the crown. They -hmm. were doing this in the taverns. They were doing these in the public square. Then all of a sudden, this whole last year, it's illegal to go to the tavern. It's illegal Mm -hmm. to go to the... And if you do, you have to mask up. Well, sometimes there's that little wink, wink, snicker, the corner of your mouth. We communicate all kinds of ways with each other. But it just made me feel like everyone was robots with with the masks Mm -hmm. on and you Mm -hmm. couldn't go and... Mm-hmm. Is that kind of what you're getting at? Yeah, exactly. I think it's kind of like the three C's, you know, uh, congregation or community, like which means us physically getting together. All right. Communication. So that's yeah. either by talking to each other by phones or on, on social media and then commerce, us being able to buy and sell things um, to each other. These are the ways that they could stop anything. And it's been go- it's not just me saying that. And it's not just now, like, like, as you just said, this is always, this is how they shut things down. I think that's really smart. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we, we have to look out for that. We have to have, uh, you know, um, you know, we have to have contingencies for what we're going to do about those kinds of things. Um, so let me see. DLD after dark says, uh, ask him to talk about the underfolder behind him. Um, we got a couple of minutes here. If you want to, you know. I just need to do probably a standalone video. What makes it tough is in these streams, you know, I can't touch and it'd be hard for me to really explain it too much without the ability to kind of show you guys. But mm-hmm. it's a very early Yugo, former Yugoslavia, mm-hmm. underfolder, milled, mm-hmm. technically not not like a prototype, like there's only one that exists, but they put like hundreds of them out into service and then they kind of. It's a very, very early Yugo AK, and it actually has an integral bolt hole open like an AR. Not in the follower, but there's actually a mechanism built into the receiver. Okay. Okay, very cool. Yeah, so at some point, you'll either do a standalone video or figure a better way (laughs) to get that up there. It's just hard in a stream because I can't touch it. (laughs) Yes, and and that's a big thing that sucks. I hate it myself. Um, Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, listen, we're we're knocking we're we're running right into um 
the nine o'clock hour here. So I'm going to get one more, one more question in from William Cooper, and then we're going to start wrapping up. He says, do you think the AFT will back off on braces and frames? Oh, do I, that's a tough question. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I, I want to say no. I want to say no. That's my answer. No, I don't think they will, but I hope they do. Yeah, I don't think um, unless we change administrations here, we're going to get these guys backing all the way off. Um, maybe it looks good that we, you know, we might not get um, Chipman, but we're going to get some other person that we're not going to be happy about. So well, let me. Mm -hmm. I can explain this real quick. So GOA, they won a court case in the Sixth Federal Circuit in Michigan that basically said you cannot use Chevron deference for something that has a potential criminal penalty. That's what they use to ban bump stocks. Mm -hmm. Is this? It's called Chevron deference, a Supreme Court ruling that says the agency has the ability to interpret a law beyond what the law actually says if there's any vagueness whatsoever. Now, there's a lot of opinion in here. Mm -hmm. The Sixth Circuit overruled that and said you can't use Chevron. Now, that was a three-judge panel that went in our favor. Now they're hearing it on bank, which is like 14 judges. Mm -hmm. This court case is this important that it has to go our way because if they rule that the Chevron deference, it's called, is unconstitutional to apply to guns and things like that, actually that'll end this whole brace, redefinition of a firearm, all that'll be over. So actually, mm -hmm. this bump stock case right now in Western Michigan is where all of this is hinging on over the next three, four, whatever years of this mm -hmm. administration. Yeah, we really want to see what the Supreme Court does here. Uh, well, not the Supreme Court, the Embank Court, because if it doesn't go, if it doesn't go our way, it it may wind up going to the Supreme Court. If it if it exactly. does go our way, it still may wind up going to the Supreme Court, I guess, unless the Supreme Court says no, that's the ruling. And uh, we don't need to take it up. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's a very unknowable thing. I think, you know, we do need to keep pushing and fighting back against all these kinds of things and avoid the burnout. Right. I think that's like the theme yep. of all of this. Avoid the, the burnout and keep fighting, keep pushing back. Because it's a good fight and this is a battle of good versus evil and good needs to prevail. And there's a lot of good people out here still. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, listen, man, this has been fun. We have to do this again. I know it's not easy because you're a very busy person, busy man. You've got things, you know, you're, you're, you've got different fires, different irons and different fires, I should say. Um, you know, but I do appreciate you really, really taking the time because I know it's not uh, an easy thing for you to do. Um, and it's been fun. So I hope I hope it's been fun for you also. Oh, absolutely, dude. We had fun and just, just kind of goofing off, which was nice mm -hmm. for a change of pace. And I think we talked about some pretty deep stuff. And mm -hmm. I just want to say thanks to you, man. I've been I've been a fan. I've, I've admired you. I've liked mm -hmm. you for a long time. And Thank to you. get to sit and. Yeah, that's cool, man. I, 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 yeah, that's uh, it's touching. You know, uh, it's um, it's always nice, man, to know that there's folks out there who. Uh, appreciate what we've done here you know the the work that lola myself and so many other people have put into this so i really do appreciate and you have that. man you're one of the legends here on GunTube, and i just want to thank all my viewers man because 
like literally me. I'm like a nobody, and now I'm literally getting to hang out with Hank Strange. Like, are you no, kidding you're, me? So, no, so you're thanks, a big everyone. somebody, man. We appreciate you. So here's what I'm gonna do. We're not over yet. I'm gonna run in the end. We're gonna come back to AEDU. Is gonna leave us with his words of wisdom. I'm gonna remi- remind you guys go check out. Okay, you want to check out Tactical? Here it goes. Where is it? Uh, Tactical Freesh. Hold on. Um, here, let me just share this real quick for everyone. Tactical Freesh right here. <laughs> um, oh boy. With <laughs> yeah, uh, check those guys out. Okay, um, you, you're gonna hear more from them here coming up. Big thanks to Barnules as well. I'm gonna run in the end. Big thanks for everyone that's out there. All the folks who came over from 2AEDU. We really enjoyed you guys coming over here. Thanks so much. Make sure everyone smashes the thumbs ups before you get out of here. Literally six, uh, six more thumbs ups that you guys could do right now, and we'll get to a hundred thumbs ups, which is which is a big deal. And and I'm do telling it, you, man, you're doing something good because to do, I know you do your live and you get like thousands of people, man. That's that's got to be awesome, considering that you know the algorithm's working against you. So you know don't don't judge yourself by like everyone else's numbers you are doing a really good job with what you're doing i just want to wanted to make sure that i said that to you you know it's better it's better than you realize man remember you're working under a tremendous amount of pressure so that means a lot coming from you thanks man yeah yeah absolutely so let's do this i'm gonna run in the end we're gonna come back and you're gonna hit us with the words of wisdom all right, guys, thanks so much for watching. Please make sure you smash those thumbs ups and ring the bell. Um, and also check out U.S. Law Shield. Uh, we've got links that you guys can find. You can save some money as well as send some money in our direction. Um, you know, lots of folks out there thanking us. I appreciate all you guys. So uh, 2AEDU, what words of wisdom do you have to leave the folks with tonight? Look, guys, the most beautiful thing ever, and it's super simple. I want to encourage you guys with this, okay? You're all endowed by your creator with certain unalienable rights, and amongst these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. happiness. And if you have those, that's all you're ever going to need. So just cherish that and fight for it. Amen. Amen. And we got 100 thumbs ups. Thanks to you guys. Thanks to 2AEDU. Please go follow him. If you're not already following him, check out the channel. Thanks so much, man. Uh, Stay right there. Okay, guys, we're out. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Thanks, guys.